Pardon me. Love we'll Talk uh, Radio. Uh, who will enlighten us and give us Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zdrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, Bonjour. In Spain, Hola. In Italy, Ciao. In Egypt, Athen Wasalan. In Ghana, Akwaba. In Nigeria, Peleo. In South Africa, Saobona. In Senegal, Nangadet. In Kenya, Jambo. In Israel, Shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, Assalamu alaikum. Greetings, and may peace be upon you all. The Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, Self-Self-Care with Jody Susan. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Well-Being with Viata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Beata. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. And we are so excited today because we get an opportunity to learn and to teach. This is a time for us as we age to learn how to take care of our bodies 
and to be conscious of how we are treating our bodies. Many of us are struggling with the effects of what we have done over time to our bodies. And as a result, we have to take some measures that will bring us back to a state of health and wellness. Once again, I'm Naima Latif, sitting in for our host, Viata, who is en route to a great trip. She'll be joining us by phone a little later. But we've got some wonderful guests. We're going to hear from Dr. Sunil Don, who will enlighten us on the latest news on ADHD in adults. And our guests today will share their knowledge on iridology and Lyme disease. Dr. Shakira Moore is a board-certified master iridologist, and Ms. Tammy Georgine is a professional singer who will share her experience in overcoming Lyme disease. And we want to say that this show is not intended to replace any advice you may be receiving from your doctor. So you know that one of the things that keeps us in a state of wellness is our movement of our bodies and our continuous energizing of our muscles. So in just a moment, we're going to engage you in some joint rolling, and that means rolling those joints in the body so that you don't become stiff. The aging process does not need to mean degeneration, and it does not need to mean pain and stiffness. So the more you keep moving, you keep moving. And this is what we want to do so that you are able to, of course, be supple and feel ease inside your body. So we're going to give you a moment to prepare, and afterwards we're going to have a time for healing in which we're going to go through some joint rolling. So we'll be right back. We're going to give you a chance to get your, spread a mat out on the floor or stretch out on the bed and Get ready to get comfortable so we can roll some joints. So we'll be right back in just a moment. Hey, it's time to take charge of your health. I'm Viata, your holistic life coach, and every Friday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, I'm here on The Female Solution to empower you to make choices that will assist your evolution to abundant health. I'm also blogging every Sunday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time at Soul Purpose Healing, where I bring you a spiritual chiropractic adjustment to bring you back into alignment with our Creator's love, compassion, and wisdom. 
Join me every Friday morning at 8 a.m. and Sunday evening at 8 p.m. for a time of unity, enlightenment, and love vibration. Shalom. Oh, no. 
health and well-being as well. And we'll be right back, so stay with us. The Female Solution Uh, Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, Self-Cell Care with Jody Susan. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Well-Being with Beata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama G. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Beata. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution.
the issue of adult ADHD. And too often we're diagnosed with something that we really don't understand. And if we are able to understand the issue, then then we can best address it. One of the things that make it difficult for adults to deal with ADHD is that it's something that's not really well understood. And often our children are diagnosed with ADHD and we're not understanding what that means in terms of our brain function. And often we are confused when it comes to how it should be treated. So if we are informed, we can make better choices, we can make better decisions, and we can recognize treatment options that are for our best interest and perhaps those that may not be. So we want to bring this to you now and give you a chance to make a decision based on information. So if you would like to join us visually, you can go to Facebook and go to The Female Solution. And, of course, like us on Facebook so that you get notices when we're live. Like all of our posts on Facebook so that when their shows are live, you can join us visually as well. And if you are listening online and want to join the conversation, you can give us a call, 515-605-9325, and press 1 when you're ready to speak, and we will certainly add you to the conversation. We welcome your questions uh, because this is about information and empowerment based on knowledge and not speculation. And if you have had a person in your life who's been diagnosed with ADHD... Hello, everyone. Don't just... Uh, Hold on, doctor. We're going to get you in just a second. (laughs) And if you've had a person in your life that has been diagnosed with adult ADHD, then this is information that will benefit you. So we invite you to join us and even take some notes because we want you to be empowered with knowledge. So let us join the doctor and get more understanding about adult ADHD and what we may choose to do in the process of deciding what is the best way to treat it. And so now... We're going to hear 
this presentation uh, before we take a break. And again, if you are listening online and want to join this conversation, give us a call, 515-605-9325, and press 1 when you're ready to speak. We're going to listen to the, about, it's a little under 10 minutes, we're going to listen to the to the presentation by Dr. Sunil Van, and then we will take a break and then take your calls. Hello, everyone. Dr. Sunil. Hello, everyone. Dr. Sunil Dan, internal medicine physician. Welcome to another video. There has been a massive surge in psychiatric diagnoses over the last couple of decades. Millions and millions of people are being put on powerful psychiatric medications. And with no condition is this more apparent than with ADHD, Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. Let me share this story with you here. So this is from the Daily Mail, a UK publication. Women in their 20s and 30s drive record surge in ADHD prescriptions amid row over whether condition is being overdiagnosed. Adults with ADHD have now eclipsed children with the condition for the first time. Overdiagnosed, you can say that again, and this culture has come from the United States, make no mistake about it whatsoever. As I've said many times before, when America sneezes, Europe and the rest of the world catches the cold. This is a culture which has come directly from the United States. Women in their 20s and 30s have driven a record surge in prescriptions for ADHD drugs, official data revealed today. NHS statistics at the Health Service of the United Kingdom show more than 230,000 people in England are now taking medications to combat their inattentiveness and hyperactivity. 230,000 people, almost a quarter of a million people on these drugs. That is a staggering number. And remember, England is a relatively small country compared to countries like the United States, China or India England is relatively small. What's the population? About 55 million or so. Prescription rates jumped by a fifth in a year. A fifth in a year, marking the biggest annual rise since modern records began in 2015. And for the first time ever, more adults than children now get powerful drugs such as Ritalin. That's a medication that is commonly used for ADHD, and it is to help them cope with behavioral disorder. Over-18s only made up a third of all ADHD patients receiving drugs five years ago. Younger women saw the biggest annual increases, however, with rates jumping by 50% among those aged 25 to 39. So there are many reasons probably for that, including a huge cultural shift in how we think about how we diagnose these conditions, but also the effects of the pandemic. Do not doubt how much that played into people having poorer mental health. They talk about celebrities here with ADHD. A damning BBC investigation earlier this year found patients could get diagnosed with ADHD and offered powerful drugs after rapid video call assessments with private clinics. ADHD affects around 5% of children in the US, with rates in the UK about 3.6% in boys and 0.85% of girls. Most cases of the condition are diagnosed between 6 and 12 years old, but as many as 1 in 20 adults in Britain could have the condition. And they list some facts here about ADHD, a behavioral condition defined by inattentiveness, hyperactivity, and impulsiveness. And they have some symptoms here of ADHD. There is no cure, but a combination of medication and therapy is usually recommended to relieve symptoms and make day-to-day -day life easier. Well, well, well. I cannot emphasize again enough. 
how this culture has come directly from America. America has given the world this particular issue. America may give the world some good things, but there are many bad things thrown in as well, and this is one of them. Those statistics for the United Kingdom are really shocking. They are way worse than I thought. I couldn't believe it when I read that. Almost a quarter of a million people on these drugs. That is absolutely crazy. And think about this. If we take a step back from the moment and face the reality of the situation, of course, everybody can go through bad times. Everybody is a unique individual. And there are always extreme cases where people could benefit from medications. But we are definitely dealing with an overdiagnosis and overprescription situation. And remember, these drugs are also very addictive. People get dependent on them once you start them. They contain amphetamine, for goodness sake. Think about where we are today in 2023. By all measures, we are living in very comfortable times compared to our ancestors. Think about what our distant ancestors went through. Battling saber-toothed tigers, going out and hunting woolly mammoths, living in freezing conditions, battling plagues, battling famines, going through war, standing there on the battlefield with a sword, not knowing if they would make it to the end of the day. All of that for their distant descendants to sit here one day in 2023 and require these powerful, addictive psychiatric medications just to get through everyday life in a relatively comfortable time nowadays in Western countries by all measures. But this is the culture we have created, this farmer-led culture that the answer to everyday problems which are very mild compared to history is to take medications. It's an utterly ludicrous situation. But let's get to what is really driving this. Of course, money, money, money. Let me share these statistics with you. So look at this here, global ADHD therapeutics market size. Based on treatment on medication, the stimulant segment had the leading share of the global market in 2022. North America accounted for 36% of the worldwide market share in 2022. That does not surprise me at all. The global ADHD therapeutics market is anticipated to reach 49.8, so basically $50 billion by 2028, from $32 billion in 2023. The market is expected to grow at a rate of almost 10% during the forecast period. What a bonanza for these companies, for those members of the establishment who make so much money. Have we really explored the root causes of this issue in society today? Have we really looked into them? I'm all about natural remedies to solutions wherever possible, which is actually most of the time. What about simple behavioral therapy? getting people together in groups or one-to-one -one with a therapist to talk about the condition, to look for non-pharmacological ways to deal with all of these problems. What about getting out into nature, getting outdoors, being with good company, exercising more? How about an elimination diet? This is my area of interest. Eliminating all those ultra-processed foods, sugars, all those artificial substances, food dyes, food coloring. There's a lot of very interesting research showing the link between fake foods, including food colorings and food dyes, and behavioral issues. What about all these simple things that we can do to address root causes before we get to these powerful, addictive psychiatric medications? And remember, no medication or therapeutic is without side effects and adverse events, especially these types of medications. Let me share with you from up to date a resource that clinicians use all of the listed side effects and adverse events for a very common 
ADHD medication. This is for Adderall, dextroamphetamine, and amphetamine. Take a look at all of these listed side effects and adverse events here. Cardiovascular events, including acute myocardial infarction, heart attacks. Then we have growth suppression, growth retardation, psychiatric effects, including psychosis or mania, serotonin syndrome, and then a whole list of adverse reactions affecting various bodily systems. But of course, let's make it easier for people to be on these drugs. Google ADHD and see what comes up. Same day ADHD care, ADHD diagnosis and prescription via board certified providers. No appointment necessary, ADHD online visits. Take a short assessment. Our psychiatrist can diagnose your condition, prescribe medication and monitor progress. I am sure it suits many members of the establishment and big corporations to have millions of people on these addictive, powerful drugs, totally dependent on them. It's a customer for life. So much money to be made. So many people out there can benefit if more people are put on these drugs. But my own common sense tells me that it is not a good idea to have millions and millions of people in society drugged up with these powerful medications. What a disastrous situation. And of course, our medical establishments all over the world, especially in the United States, don't think that this is a problem at all. On the contrary, they think more people should be taking these medications. What an utter disgrace. Thanks everyone for listening. Let me know your thoughts down below. Check out my online Real Health Academy and my uncensored platform. Those links are down below. Hit the like button if you like this video and the bell button for more similar videos in the future. We will talk again next time. unfortunate thing is that our health care system is so much based on profit making as opposed to healing that anytime someone points this out they are attacked and often they are attacked by those in the medical industry and the unfortunate thing is that we have been conditioned over time not to question anybody with the title doctor in front of their name. So we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back and talk to a brilliant doctor, one who is focused on healing, Dr. Shakira Moore. And we'll be right back after this quick break. And we invite you to stick and stay. Don't straight away. And if you are on our switchboard and have a question or a comment you'd like to uh, ask, we certainly do invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and press 1 when you're ready to speak. And we'll come to you and get your thoughts. And we'll be right back after this quick break. So stay with us. Oh, man. God sent the monthly sun bill today. This sunlight is really expensive, especially during this season. 
I'll probably have to work overtime to pay it. Well, you better pay it on time. We don't want the sun to go out and we're sitting up here all day in the dark. Wouldn't it be terrible if God charged us for sunlight? Well, thank God, the light and heat from the sun is free. So why are we paying such high bills for the energy we use in our homes? Because we don't know how to use solar energy, the free energy from the sun. You can convert your regular home to a solar energy home and save tremendously on your electric bill. Take a look at your electric bill. Wouldn't you like to reduce or possibly even eliminate that cost altogether? Let one of our solar consultants show you how. Call today, 312-849-3456 and schedule a free consultation. That's 312-849-3456. Do you worry about finances, family, health, jobs, relationships? Are you in pain? Do you feel stuck? If you answered yes to any of these questions, help is available. Don't worry, you're not alone. It's part of the human process. You only feel this way because you haven't mastered the voices in your head. No hype, just down-to-earth, solid, workable tools and techniques that you can practice daily. It's really food for the soul, whether you want to learn how not to worry about anything reverse type 2 diabetes, publish a book, promote your product or service, or just make extra money. To take advantage of the deal of the day, go to zeldaspeaks.com or call 312-409-6619. Mention promo code The Female Solution and get free shipping. That's zeldaspeaks.com or 312-409-6619. Stop worrying today. Visit ZeldaSpeaks.com. Everything you need, what your body needs, is found in nature. So Susan Essentials doesn't do it any other way. Susan Essentials provides your employees and individuals access to over 20,000 nutritional products, and they are shipped direct to your door. Because Susan Essentials is certified in plant-based healing, we're permitted to offer you the best nutritional supplements on the planet. They're non-GMO and sustainably produced, and we take the guesswork out for you. Let Susan Essentials help you take control of your health today. Global Radio TV Show. I'm Naima Latif, and we are so honored 
to have with us a brilliant doctor this morning. Yes, there is a doctor in the house, and we want you to welcome her to the Female Solution Global Radio TV show, gracing our stage. And if you want to join us visually, you can go to the Female Solution on Facebook and YouTube so that you can join us and write in your comments because we want to hear from you. So uh, we'd like to welcome to our show this morning our dear sister, Dr. Shakira Moore. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. We appreciate you this morning. And certainly we are excited about today's topic because this gives us an opportunity to help people understand something that they may have heard from their doctors but have not really been able to address as as our previous presenter mentioned, without a lot of medications and pharmaceuticals, which we know makes somebody wealthy but does not necessarily make us healthy. So we're wondering how we can change the focus and restore health Dr. Shakira Moore is a board-certified master iridologist, and certainly we're excited to understand and get more information on how to treat the issues relating to iridology. So thank you so much for joining us today on The Female Solution. Uh, Now, uh, somehow we're not getting your audio. Uh, Check and make sure that you're not muted. Uh, We want to make sure that all our audio systems are bringing you in. Uh Oh, maybe maybe it might be me. Yeah. Okay, my fault. Okay, I hear you now. Yes. Okay, I was like, wait, everything looks good on my end. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That was me, my fault. Okay, yes, so definitely we're excited to understand more about iridology. First of all, tell us what is iridology? Absolutely. Well, peace and love to the family. Thank you again for having me here. Iridology is the study of the iris, which is the color part of our eyes. Uh, So through the iris, I can be able to see (laughs) uh, many different, um, your organ functions, your gland functions, systemic functions, just in the iris. Without a blood test, without taking off a single piece of clothing, everything can be detected through the eyes. And uh, what's amazing about this science is that I can detect disease well before a machine can pick it up. So we have a lot of faith in 
machines that doctors use for testing, lab tests, and all of these different things. And so everything comes up fine, 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 all throughout your 20s, your 30s, and then boom, when you hit in your 40s and 50s, now you have this, you know, chronic disease. There's no such thing as having a chronic disease all of a sudden. It's been brewing since your 20s, your teens, your 30s, your 40s, but they're not able to see that until the cellular function is, you know, just out of control. There's like a mass amount of cells in that area that's now formed as a chronic problem. So this is a science that we really have to tap into to get our blueprint well before chronic disease is able to even set in. So now when you look in the eyes, and there are a lot of times I see people who have like red spots uh, on the whites of their eyes. Yeah. What what does that indicate? So the the red spots and the sclera, which is the white part of the eye, uh, that can indicate circulatory issues depending on the size of the spot, the shape of the spot. If it's a, uh, there's a lot of veins, so certain veins will uh, suggest like varicose veins or blood pressure. Uh, there's so many different ways to diagnose through veins or through the sclera as well, which they call, which, which is called sclerology. So uh, mainly it's dealing with circulatory, uh, hardening of arteries, veins. Uh, so that's what, uh, and depending on the color, sometimes it's blue. So if you see like a blue, um, uh, like a blue dot or a blue vein that deals with varicose, varicose veins. Mm. Now, how does a person go about, uh, how does a person go about treating this if they wanted to reverse the effects of that in a, in a natural way? Okay. As far as that specific, uh, first we have to get the blood moving because uh, the, the, the veins are so narrow. So what happens is there's a lot of pain in the legs, pain in the hips, and that, you know, over time, no, no movement, uh, especially if a person is, like, working, like, a sedentary job, they're sitting down a lot, there's no, you know, real activity. And uh, we must understand that all the tissues, all the fluids in the body requires movement. It's always moving. It's always in rhythmic flow. So when they, we stop as the human part of us, then that tissue cannot move, and that's where it, the fluid, I'm part of me, cannot move. So that means that everything is stagnant. It's stuck. It's blocked. And so that's where we find the issue. So getting the circulatory system um, in order, make sure that, you know, I will let the client know that, you know, to limit salt is usually salt is um, uh, something that they're constantly eating or getting in their diet, oh, pardon me, the table salt, <laughs> pardon me, one second, I'm going to have to turn on my light, my light just turned off, give <laughs> me <laughs> one second. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> yes, one of, one of the things that I, I, I noticed with yes. our diets, a lot of salt, you know, a lot of high blood pressure, people go through a lifetime of eating a lot of highly salted meat, and by the time they get to their middle ages, they're, they're diagnosed with, with high blood pressure. And I, I have so many friends on high blood pressure medicine 
but the doctors never tell them to change what they're eating. They will just keep putting them on high blood pressure medication. Yeah. And and I I just feel like this is such a travesty mm-hmm. when we can reverse anything that we have have destroyed in our bodies by putting the right things in our bodies, and yet we're not taught this. And I, I mean, you've been through the medical profession. How how much is I, I'm not in the medical profession. I said also. <laughs> well, you, well, you you're in the health profession, I should health, say. Yeah, naturopathy. Which, yeah. which is different, and that yeah. is the thing. That's the difference. Yes. So, is there a way for naturopathy and traditional medicine to come together or are there are they at odds because as our previous presenter mentioned the profession is so based on pharmaceuticals as the answer to everything appeal for this appeal for that appeal for that instead of doing the things that would change the body's chemistry uh, or return it to its natural balance. Mm-hmm. So are are there doctors now who are perhaps turning to uh, people such as yourselves, iridologists and people who are able to to address things from a different point of view? Yeah, absolutely. There and there always um have been. Uh we have a lot of um from what I know a lot of medical doctors that have learned the truth and began to change their way of thinking and started uh, adapting to a more holistic approach. You have um, Dr. Robert Mendenson, who was a pediatric uh, doctor, and he used to administer, you know, what is called the, i say, the, the, the Jabberwocky. And so he started learning um, the truth about uh, the pediatrics. He actually has a book. A lot, lot of books. Um, you look them up, Dr. Robert Mendenson, and so he began to uh, reveal the secrets of this this, this specific field of uh, the medical industry, pediatrics, pe- uh, um, and learning about you know how you can heal your children at home because a lot of challenges that they have usually goes away in the morning. Um, you have another doctor, Dr. Drew Fulcrum. She was a medical doctor, and she also um, began to take uh, a, med- a, a holistic approach. So you have so many that um, have adapted to a more holistic approach, even though they started out in that field. You know, because what I say with doctors is that they're not, we have to stop looking at them as bad people. They have something in them where they came here, they care so much about others that they want to, they truly come into the field to help people. It's not the doctor itself, it's the system that has taught the individual. Because when you look at their schooling, they get what, maybe six weeks of nutrition. The rest is um, pharmaceutical because all of that is connected. Pharmaceutical controls the, you know, the whole industry. So if it's not the person, the individual, the really what we're looking at is a system that's not flawed. It's designed that way. So what I tell my my clients is that not to hate a system, not to look down on it, because um, there's a reason for everything. You know, you have um, a choice on 
how you choose to take care of yourself. You know, if someone comes in with, like, like really high blood pressure, that can be very dangerous. So you may need to go to the medical route just to be stabilized, and then when you get home, then you begin to take care of yourself holistically. But, again, that is a choice that you have to make for yourself and put in the effort and the work to do so. So it's not about putting one system over the other or hating one system. And, yes, doctors, medical doctors can um, uh, combine or become one with um, holistic, with the holistic community. And so it take, in their own time, if they ever, some of them, um, begin to learn the truth about uh, Western medicine. Uh, uh, yes, yes, definitely. You know, one of my concerns is that there, you know, once a person starts the process of being used to medication to handle the symptoms of an illness, sometimes they become afraid to wean themselves off of that and perhaps address a different way of handling a difficulty. How do you help people get over that fear that if they if they stop medication or don't do what they've been doing for years, which isn't really getting rid of the problem, just treating the symptoms of it, how do you help people get over that fear to be able to try something different? That's an excellent question. Uh, over time, because the, the the person is so indoctrinated from birth. You have, from birth, we are, you know, constantly bombarded with information to take our children to doctors, and, and we've go, gone to doctors since the time we were born. You know, even the way we come into this world is unnatural. So to to uncondition and reprogram that uh, individual, we do that with my program, um, Detox Iridology Program Level 1 and Level 2. Uh, and so what that is, it's a whole course, 60-day uh, program to uh, really um, help the individual understand that you're not just healing, it's beyond physical. Uh, we're healing from an emotional, mental, spiritual standpoint. And so to, for that person to know that you have the ability, the power to heal thyself, uh, if you allow uh, which the natural uh, methods to work with the body. So I've had clients that uh, have gotten off their blood pressure medication with my circulatory power herbal blend. I have a lot of reviews on that. Uh, and I never tell the client to stop taking their medication. I'm, I'm, I'm not at liberty to do that. So what I say is it's your choice. You have to let them know. You have to constantly be uh, redundant and say it's your choice. And, and they sometimes you don't feel like you have a choice because your doctor says if you don't take it, it's all scare tactics. So many scare tactics are in this system so you can keep you hooked to the system. As long as you're hooked to the system, the system keeps growing and thriving and stays alive. You keep feeding it, what's going to happen? They're gonna, it's going to stay in place. But if you detach then you start to see, as we're seeing today, the system crumbling as we as we know it. So 
I would say the, the key is a whole program must be put into place for that individual if they're willing to learn something new, willing to explore something new. We don't want to force. We want them to, to come in to want this information, and they have to have, they already have something inside of them that, okay, I know there's something else out there. You know, you've just been pushed and pushed with pills. There's, there's some people um, in, their, in their late 20s. In their, in their 30s with um, high blood pressure, which it uh, shocked me a few years ago. And I didn't know someone that young could have that issue, but it's possible, you know. But it, and, in all of, and even the blood pressure test in general, you know, with um, people of color, we naturally will read higher than uh, our European counterparts because we are heart people. Our pulse is different. Mm. So we go in for a, uh, a blood pressure examination, you, they have this, this, these numbers. Before, I believe it was like 140 over nine, uh, 90. Now I think it's like 130 over 80 that's normal. These numbers change uh, purposely to have more people on medication. Wow. Do you really have high blood pressure? That's the big question. Because then you can go in one day, you could be nervous. You can be stressed. You can um, have just eaten something that has really high sodium, and it'll show up high. But if you go in, maybe the next day you're calm. You might have just meditated. You might have done breathing exercises, and it would be a different number. I, I had a client that we in my program that can attest to that, that she went in for her blood pressure med- um, uh, examinations, but she did her meditation, the breathing exercises that we went over with her, that we taught her. And our blood pressure was normal when it's usually high. So if we can simply teach the individual, because, again, with blood pressure, you're not breathing correctly. We don't know how to breathe. So uh, going into the breathing um, uh, meditations and herbal medicine and helping them to reprogram their cells, do we really have a high blood pressure problem? That is a major question. I am seeing so many people that are saying they have been diagnosed with high blood pressure that it's almost become an accepted thing. Well, well, you know, when you get a certain age, you're going to have high blood pressure and you're going to be on medication. That's just become a a cultural norm. And there there just isn't enough focus on the things that you mentioned, the breathing exercises, mm-hmm. and being able to keep oneself calm and and lower one's blood pressure naturally. Uh, so we've got a call on the line. We've got to take our, our, our uh, and, and certainly we want those who are listening in to give us a call, 515-605-9325. And press one when you're ready to speak, uh, because we have a lot of of people who are who are um, kind of stuck on that that blood pressure medication. And I've got some friends that this is just, uh, they are afraid to do anything other than that. And something as simple as the breathing exercises you talk about, we do them every day on our. Uh, every week on our shows, and 
it really does make a difference. Let me take this call before we take a break. Uh, area code 347-496-GRAND RISING. Thank you for joining us on the Female Solutions Global Radio TV Show. You're on Health and Well-Being with Viata and our guest. Uh, grand Rising to both of you, Grand Rising. Yes, Grand Rising. How grand are you rising. now? Uh, I, I wanted to ask the doctor, the good doctor, a question about um, catching it and nipping it in the bud because of our people living in a lot of these communities where the food is always the same, and a lot of people was taught by their elders that, oh, do things in moderation, but a lot of people don't realize that moderation is accumulation. So how would she advise the young people and the elders to try to change that moderate type of eating into something more healthy, especially when it comes out of communities that are serving GMOs? How do they change their diet and change their ways for the youth and the elders? Yes, Dr. Shakira Moore, what would you say about that change of diet? And it, and one of the things we realize is a lot of the neighborhoods don't have fresh fruits and vegetables readily available. So how do we encourage that? Yes, I, I remember uh, going, uh, staying with my cousin in Brooklyn, and I had to travel like 40 minutes uh, just to get to the nearest health food store. So absolutely right, there's the, the, the canola oil, there's all of these uh, the vegetable oils readily accessible in um, more urban communities, our communities, uh, than anything. So how, when I, how I would address that is just constantly uh, teaching uh, at, and I always put out there into the, the, the younger generation and even my generation, I just turned 30, so just start eating making changes now so that you're not, as uh, the brother said, not accumulating later on. So small changes at first. I had someone just take away the condiments, like the condiments that they're used to, like the cheeses and the, and the butters, you know, just start uh, making those small changes gradually because snatching it away, you know, uh, all at once can be traumatizing for a person because, again, we we have this uh, relationship with food through emotions. Yeah. Okay. Food so most yeah. when even as you know in your teenage years and from young you're taught you're rewarded with food. So now we have to teach a whole different approach that um, this has been constantly instilled in you to be rewarded with food. You do something good, you get a good grade. Um, mom and dad takes you to McDonald's. So now when you get older. You get, uh, you get a good promotion at work, you do the same thing. You take yourself and eat something, you know, quote-unquote unhealthy. So mm-hmm. we have to teach a different way and show that all of this is part of human conditioning. And then uh, a person will begin to awaken like, wow, like I never even thought of it like that, how different flavors and all of this is related to how you're feeling at the moment. You know, so um, I constantly, you know, teach on a – from that perspective on starting young, getting your iridology done young, getting your children seen young so that they can see uh, what kind of challenges that they may potentially have uh, in the future. Mm. Uh, also, the, the, the food problem in our communities, you got to travel. I travel at least, for, even I live in the Poconos, I travel at least 40 minutes to get to really good, fruits and vegetables, 
really, I, I have to because around in, in the area, like 15, 20 minutes away, it's not good quality. So that's number one. You you have to get out of your comfort zone because that's, mm-hmm. that's why they put stores, so many stores in one area to box you in. Yeah. No, it's not people never leave their hood. Nobody yeah. ever leave their hood. So it, it, it's like a box that you're in. You have to step out of that box and go to another community, another area to get fresh food. Number two, we have to get out of the mindset that healthy food is expensive. That's something that has to be erased from our vocabulary because if you don't pay, no, invest now, you're going to pay later. That's, that's another way that I have to, you know, engage with um, the younger generations and even the elders. That if you don't, you don't invest now, you'll end up paying later with your health. Absolutely. So healthy food is not expensive, okay? You're looking at numbers, and don't let numbers control you in that way, okay? Mm. It, you know, we have to look at it like this is something that um, we need, the body needs, and I'm investing in myself. And the more you invest in yourself, the more the, the, <laughs> those numbers, the, that money comes back. But that's a whole other um, uh, call for another show because I, I, I teach that as well in my program. So uh, mm-hmm. I would say that's the main thing. Absolutely. Well, we got to take a, another quick break. But when we come back, I want to talk about the, the change in the attitude about investing in the kind of food you eat. Uh, I, I know so many people who are extremely overweight, and they've been diagnosed with diabetes. I've had friends who've had amputations. And all of this is preventable, but they never get told, if you will just change what you are putting in your body, you can reverse every single malfunction you have. And I hear that same thing, it's too expensive to eat healthy. But how expensive is it to lose a leg? Mm. Yeah. And so we've got to change, yeah. like you said, the mindset. So we'll be yeah. back. And if you're on our switchboard now and have a question, please press 1. You're listening to our guest, Dr. Shakira Moore, who's a board-certified master iridologist. And later we'll be joined by Ms. Tammy Georgina, who is a professional singer who will share her experience in overcoming Lyme disease. So we'll be right back after this quick break, and we invite you to stick and stay. Don't stray away. We'll be back after this quick break, so stay with us. Chicago's South Side. 
I'm Barbara. I'm Cheryl. And I'm Naima. We're three black moms. Follow us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Three Black Moms. And we are back. You're listening to and watching the Female Solution Global Radio TV show. I'm Naeem Latif, and our guest is Dr. Shakira Moore, a board-certified iridologist, definitely spitting out some wisdom today, which we appreciate so much. We've got some uh, comments here. King Simon said, love what she said. It's not about putting one over the other. Yes, that's true. We want, we want all methods, every, as you say, give people a choice, and they may use a combination of things. And also, King Simon says, good info, respect to the platform. Thank you so much, King Simon, for joining us and adding your comments. Yes. Now, one of the things that that I I know is a challenge for people, like you say, you got the neighborhood stores and they're serving you what they're serving you, and a lot of the, the, uh, our recent caller said, a lot of GMOs, and a lot of times people don't even think to look at, look at the things such as the ingredients in a product or they don't they don't take time to notice if even the fruit that they're buying is genetically modified. So there's not a lot of awareness in how to make good choices. And we tend to eat what's given to us, like you say, where we live. Whatever your store is is feeding you, that's what you eat. You don't go outside the neighborhood and look for the health food store. How do we encourage people? First of all, is there's a standard American diet, as they say, which we've been fed as an idea of this is what we should eat. But would you say that there are some specifics that we should include in our diet, and if they're not sold, at the local stores that we should go online or, or, you know, seek out places that sell these things? Are there some, some specifics you say a person should have in their in their diet as a standard to ensure a, balance, a, a, a physiological balance? Oh, absolutely. Uh, as far as, well, we have to... We have to um, look at food totally different. Um, the food that we're eating is not food. Um, I call it foodless food. Ooh. So once we begin to, you know, look at it in that uh, perspective that we're, you know, we're we're eating chemicals, we're, we're eating poisons. We wonder why we're we're so addicted to uh, this lifestyle because that's what it's designed for. It has all of these different chemicals in it to excite the brain, uh, so that. Uh, you begin to become, like, excited. Some people become overly excited. And, you know, the topic that you have, uh, the ADHD aspect, the, the hyperactivity, it excites the brain. And now you have all of these chemicals flowing through your bloodstream, flowing through the body. Now the cells pick it up. And so it wants more, you know. And so you become addicted like any other um, drug, okay. So there's a, a, a book that I love so much. Uh, it's called Drugs Masquerading as Food mm. by Dr. Starr. Uh, she hasn't, um, she, she, she's still around. But she, I haven't, like, you know, seen any recent uh, videos or anything from her, but she, that book is, is brilliant. It, it, it shows 
even the health food stores have drugs masquerading as food. So I encourage everyone to look into that aspect, look into that book, because uh, we're are we eating food or are we eating drugs? Mm. Okay. Um, yes, ordering online, I would say that is something that you can do. There's a lot now. You know, we have to, you know, use technology to the best of our advantage. You know, we, we have it. Uh, we're in this in this time and it's uh, for for a reason. And so we have to look at the positive rather than just looking at the negative aspect of, of technology. So um, ordering, you can order healthy food online. You know, there's many different websites. There's uh, where, places where you can order boxes of fruit online. Um, if I don't remember the exact website, but yeah, there's there's um, like exotic fruit too, like um, uh, dragon fruit and fruit that you cannot get in your you know local um, areas. So um, I would say that's another approach. But again, the first step in helping people to even want that is a whole um, re-education, a whole reprogramming. You know, because again, they're, you know, they're, you're programmed a certain way to do certain things at a certain time every day. Your routine, you're locked into it. You've locked in the code um, in your, um, in, internally to eat a certain way. So now all of that has to be adjusted and, and um, reprogrammed over time. We have to um, invite the person to want to do that. You know, they, they have to see that there are there is another way. You're not destined for blood high blood pressure. You're not destined for high cholesterol. And uh, one more thing I say, especially to you know those in my my age group and younger, is that you know look at look at your parents, look at your grandparents, look at those in your family, the elders in your family. These this is sort of what you you will look you can you probably will look forward to as far as health wise if certain changes are not made because we are all born with what is called inherent weaknesses. I see that in the iris. I can see a child, their iris, at nine years old, if that child may have colon issues in, 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 in his future, mm. if he may have prostate issues in his future. Now the parent knows how to take care of that child, how to, how to um, feed that child, and he has his own blueprint. So when he gets older, he knows things to avoid, herbs to take, to strengthen that weaker part of him. So what I also tell parents is, are we leading our children to diseases in the future? So I, I, you look at look at the people in your family, know the inherent weaknesses, so that you know how to navigate, how to move. This is your blueprint. So you you have roads that you choose to follow. A path. You we create our lives, and we we create our every step, every second of the day. We are creating our reality. So disease is not happening to us. It's something that we are creating outside of us. And once we understand that, we create and we can change the, the, the narrative. I think it's so important for us to know this, that we have the power to create. I, I, I come up against people all the time and just feel like things are inevitable. Oh, this is going to happen. This is what happens when you get older. And so they don't change the pattern. I remember when I first started, when I first stopped eating pork years and years ago, and 
you know, got the got the the response from my family. Oh, your grandma ate it, and your great grandma ate it. Yeah, and, and they got what diabetes. They ended up, you know, with the loss of eyesight, and you know, I mean, all these things that I saw was happening as a result of the diabetic condition, the high blood pressure, the obesity. So I chose to change my whole diet, and then later on, just became a total vegetarian and cut out all meat. And people said, "What?" Well, you know, you can eat meat because you have your parents and our families. Yeah, right, but I'm looking at my family's pattern of health. I don't want to be obese. I don't want to have high blood pressure. I don't want to be on a high blood pressure medication and have a doctor tell me, well, it's hereditary and you're just, you know, eventually you're going to get a limb cut off. I mean, this is how we get programmed, and so we don't change, and that's the frustrating thing, people not believing they have the power to create the body that they want. Mm-hmm. Simply by changing what they're putting in it. So, mm-hmm. our from what you you because you've grown up, you know, a, I guess in a generation after I did, which we would have hoped that the schools would change what they're teaching about nutrition. Did you experience information growing up in school that gave you more insight that you have today, or? Was that something you basically came into the knowledge yourself? I know my mother. Thanks, <laughs> mm. you know, may she rest in power. Uh, I was raised, we was raised um, on this information, uh, me and my twin brother. Uh, my mother raised us vegetarian. Ah. Um, she, um, we, 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 we've had exemptions on the, the Jabberwocky since, mm. <laughs> since birth, so we've never had that. So I, I really give so much thanks and praise to my mother for, and my grandmother as well, for just, you know, changing the family dynamic when it comes to health, when it comes to knowledge and wisdom and understanding. I've been going to iridologist myself uh, since I was two years old. Mm. So my, my mother and my grandmother, you know, they were already hip to iridology. So I always just find it amazing that, you know, because my grandmother loved iridology, and here I am um, doing what, you know, she loves. So um, I just, and this is, I hope this gives the listeners a message that what you teach children, you may not think that they're listening, but that they they're, you know, picking it up. Like when I talk to my daughter, she's eight. Sometimes, you know, they would be like, okay, but you are putting that thought the in their mind. Yeah. And later on, I, I, I remember so much from when my mother taught me and showed me and took me places when I was that age. So it's so important to start to show them that these experiences and teach them that way. Teach them that them the 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 the, the um the the, the hospital is in the kitchen. Yes. That's what the healing laboratory the is. In the kitchen. I like that. Yes. Yeah. I grew up. My mother had a herbal remedy for everything. You know, ear infections, cough uh sore throats, even uh the scalp, dandruff, everything. Oh my goodness. And, you know, and most times we didn't use it because we didn't need it, but she had it just in case. So you want, we want to, you know, show the children that early on so that when they get older, it's instilled in them and they'll take it further, you know. So yeah. um, I would say mainly I, I've learned at home. I grew up on books, you know, from, like, uh, I have a lot of, my mother had a lot of books from Dr. Drew Pupram, 
Queen of Fua, oh, wow. uh, Dr. Phil Valentine, uh, Curtis Course. Oh, man, I grew up on all of that. So, you know, uh, I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. Yeah, that's a blessing. Thanks. And here you are at, at the, the ripe young age of 30, teaching. And I, I'm really hoping that those watching and listening are watching and listening and absorbing and making choices, we tend to think that it's too late to reverse a situation. If someone is if someone is experiencing a lifetime of bad eating uh, and their body is reflecting that in being overweight, They've got the high blood pressure, and they, maybe they, their whole lifestyle is, you know, get my medication and, you know, just deal with the pain. And, you know, they've got the arthritis. they got all the aging signs, and maybe they're in their 60s. Is it still possible to reverse those conditions if they make changes? Yeah, yeah, 60s, i say 60s are still young. <laughs> yeah, that's what i say. 60s <laughs> is young. So, uh, yes.
You know, we in one of my uh, things that I love to say is that we don't have doctors, really. We have specialists. You have a doctor mm-hmm. specialist for every system, circulatory, uh, neurologist. You have a urologist. You have um, gastroenterologist. You have a, um, a gynecologist. But that gynecologist is not going to tell you to cleanse your colon because a lot of the, these issues with uh, the reproductive system stems from the, the colon. You're holding mm-hmm. on in a lot in your large intestine. So um, you have everything is separated. It's fragmented. But you're a whole person. Right. So One you need system. to be treated holistically. Yeah. And that's where the spiritual um, aspect comes in, the um, emotional aspect comes in, and then the um, working on the physical aspect, which is the herbal healing, because that's just the beginning, the herbal healing. I could send you on your way and say, here, take this herb, and that's it. But um, what what's really going on in here? You know, because you you're going to go back in, in, uh, in, in a blink of an eye if this is not, you know, uh, understood sort of stuff. Well, that's another thing that I'm hoping our, as we evolve in our understanding of the holistic approach, that those who are in the healing professions can help people understand that they they are manifesting their illness first with what's in their mind. The mind, yeah. When, when you are in a state of emotional distress, uh, mental dis-ease, mm-hmm. and your body is, is trying to tell you to change something through its illness. If you just treat the symptoms, even if they go away, they're going to come right back because you keep recreating them. Mm-hmm. And this is another thing that I don't see being taught to people. And people go to a doctor for, like you say, maybe, maybe problems with a particular organ. So many women have fibroids. I had them. I wish I knew then what I know now. Uh, but no one talks about all the other things happening in your body. They don't talk about your colon. But first of all, they don't, they don't ask you about your emotional state. And so we never make the connection between our distress and our disease. And so we just keep manifesting disease. We got to take one last break. But uh, are you able to stay with us for a few more minutes uh, when we come back? Oh uh, yeah, you have a, you have another sister coming on, right? Is she going to come together or? We're uh, well, I'm 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 waiting for her to come on. I, I've tried to reach her. Uh, I haven't seen her on okay. our switchboard, and I'm going to contact her during the break. And uh, okay. again, yeah, I can, I can hang on for a few more minutes. And uh, hopefully she'll come on. But I will be. Right back. We'll be right back. And if you're on our switchboard now, please press one now. We don't want you to wait till two minutes before it's time to go, and then you won't get a chance to get your question answered because we're not staying over. And <laughs> now we gone. Eight at ten Eastern time, we're gone. So please press one now uh, to get your question answered by our guest, Dr. Shakira Moore, who is a board-certified master iridologist. And we'll be right back. Hope we'll be joined by Miss Tammy Georgine, who's a professional singer who will share her experience in overcoming Lyme disease. So we'll be right back after this last break. So stick and stay. Don't stray away. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. 
Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, Self-Self-Care with Jody Susan. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Well-Being with Viata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Beata. Call in and comment, 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. And we are back. You're listening to and watching the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. And we are taking a look at ways to reverse the issues that tend to manifest in our later years because of a lifetime of bad decisions, uh, particularly when it comes to what we put in our mouth and then what we put in our minds. And often the two are not connected when we seek healing, and because we're not connecting the dots, we keep recreating the illness. So one of the things that uh, I'd like to take a look at is the chronic stress uh, that our, our work lives tend to reflect we we we're given this idea that if if we work hard and deny ourselves rest, uh, deny ourselves relaxation, if we sacrifice and and live this breakneck pace in order to make money or whatever success is supposed to be then we're doing the right thing. And so then we get to our 40s, 50s, 60s, and we have all of these stress-related illnesses. And no one says quit this job that you hate that's stressing you out or in this relationship that's emotionally harmful and making you sick. No one says that. They say take this pill, take this medication, and we do it. And our bodies start not only manifesting disease, but also manifesting the side effects of the medications. And I'm not I'm not knocking doctors. I'm just saying, let's be real. What, what we've been doing, we understand that that's a money-making industry when people will not heal you. They just keep you coming back for treatment of your symptoms. And... No one says that you created this by your state of being and a constant state of stress. And if you remove the stressful condition in your life, then your body can heal with whatever method you're using, whether 
whether herbal treatments or, or pharmaceuticals, none of it's going to fix the problem if the original problem is created by your stress. So how do we teach people to listen to their bodies when they first start feeling symptoms that are brought about by their stress and to take a different approach as opposed to, well, let me treat the symptoms. No, let me get rid of the root cause. How do we do mm-hmm. that? Right. Well, right, yeah, because that's what we've been, you know, taught to approach this ease as treating the symptoms. Matter of fact, all of these fancy disease names are based upon naming it after your symptoms, right? It doesn't get to the root. So uh, what I would say as far as helping people to get uh, to the root um, is, I, I don't know why the word belief uh, came to mind. You know, mo- we, we, we lack that. We lack belief. We lack uh, faith in so- uh, doing something else other than the regular paradigm of, you know, working uh, sedentary jobs and, um, you know, nine to five, and then we do about a weekend, we're weakened. That's what, mm. that's what that word stems from, about a weekend. weekend. So yeah. it's, it's a constant, I mean, what I like to say is um, you, it's like playing a game. We're in a game, right? You're con- you are controlling your players. You're the player, right? So you have to, you tell where to go and how to, how to function, um, all of that. And so, again, and this is going back into creating your life. Now, uh, I also want, you know, to make sure that people know, even though you're in a current state of dis-ease and whatever uh, stage you're in, this is not saying you're to blame because you're not. You've um, been living a certain way for a while. You were never taught that uh, these kind of methods of spiritual healing and and, um, tapping into um, your emotional health is related to what you eat. You were not taught that. So it's not a blame like, oh, it's you, you've done this. But now that we're, you know, bringing it to your attention in a whole new light, uh, so now you be, you can begin to see and correlate, hmm, when I feel sad, I do, you know, reach for ice cream or pastas and bread. When I feel like, I, you know, I, 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 um, I'm angry, I do reach for salt and chips and crunchy foods. So now you, you can begin to correlate that. So, um, again, to, to help people to really to, to see, the, 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 again, the distress relation to dis-ease is have specific practices. Develop a, a, at least add one new routine uh, per week, I would say, right? Uh, so instead of just going to bed and, and flopping in bed and then doing it all over again at a.m., you know, practice five minutes of breathing before going to bed. Start off with five minutes. Not everyone is hit to meditation and quieting the mind. It takes time. So five minutes before bed and when you wake up, you know, instead of um, um, having like a, like a soft drink or soda, you know, invest in a juicer, you know, just certain little things that, will become bigger um, impacts later on. So mm. small steps, you know, sitting, going outside. A lot of people don't even spend time in the sun. No, they you know? don't. Yeah, yeah. The, I, 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 sometimes I, I get shocked when I hear it, but 
be, just be, just be, you know, with yourself. Because, you know, that, that's the thing. Um, a lot of people are not able to just be with themselves. So. Well, that's what's sad. That, you know, even now when I look at what's happening with our schools, and a lot of it, you know, during the pandemic, you know, there was no outdoor activities which didn't make any sense. It seemed like that should have been the most outdoors we should have been uh, to get fresh air. But even before then, we had schools that were uh, cutting back on physical education programs. And I had I had one young person tell me that they, they – have gym online. I'm like, how do you how do you have gym online? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. They, they you know do the jumping jacks on the screen and then the kids would do it at home. And, uh, that's so sad. But it's not filled yet. <laughs> so sad. Yeah. But you know we don't have to have sports and interaction and and you know the the social interaction all those things that are good for your emotional well being. Mm-hmm. They they were not. Uh, given that, and and so with last couple of years, a lot of those things that usually help in your emotional well-being were missing, and we saw a lot of acting out, a lot of emotional distress as a result of, like you said, mm-hmm. not going doing something as simple as going outside, breathing fresh air, taking a walk, the little things that can make a big difference. And when you're in an urban environment, you you often uh, get frightened out of out of going outside, which is another sad thing, because mm-hmm. being able to when you don't when you have children that can't even ride a bicycle or go outside and play, that's going to have an impact in later life. I've seen more childhood obesity in these last few years it seems than ever before. So you can't have a society where you, you where your children can't go outside and play, and then adults don't feel safe to walk in a park or walk by the lake and all of those things and, and breathe the fresh air from the trees. All of these things would, would heal us, and and yet these are the things that have been, in, a, in, in too many instances, removed from us. And we've got a... We've got a uh, remark here, and, uh, of course, uh, Viata says, taking off for Cuba. <laughs> so thank you so much. Adios. <laughs> yes, Viata, of course, is on her way to Cuba, and we're so excited that she's taking this great trip, which <laughs> you've got to take vacations, you all. That's, that's a real uh, mental health thing, physical health thing. But you mentioned earlier how – uh, people will say it's too expensive to eat healthy. Mm-hmm. And so they get the cheap food. Yeah. Even young mothers, those that are on those programs like WIC and all of that, the foods that are allowed for them mm-hmm. to eat to eat are always the cheap, non-nutritional things. Right. How do we change that? How do we change what's available? How do we change the mindset so yeah. mothers aren't feeling like, well, this is what I have to eat because this is what the government will allow? How, how do we change that? Well, even with the, the food stamps, you choose where you go. Mm. I used to get food stamps, so I know. I would bring my food stamps right to um, Whole Foods, mm-hmm. okay? So you can you choose that. It's, you know, they look at it like, 
mind, well, mo, I, I see the mindset. It's you get more in abundance, like not abundance, yeah. but you get more um, of the cheap food. Um, that's their mindset. That's they feel like they're lacking something, yeah. especially if you have a lot of children. I need more, like all the ramen. Oh, the ramen is 25 cents, and box of mac and cheese is $1.25, so I'm getting more and more and more and more. Mm-hmm. But you're not, you're not getting more because those are not food. So we have to, uh, you have to teach um, those, those young mothers and, and all the young parents in general uh, to prepare healthy meals uh, under $20. You can, you can make a healthy meal for six people under $20, you know, with chickpeas and quinoa and um, even, uh, you know, uh, wild rice and mushrooms. And you can yeah. turn all of that to a meal under $20. You know, and I, I mean, I've been, you know, plant-based for eight years, almost mm-hmm. eight years now. So I've been, I, I, I'm pretty seasoned at this plant-based thing, how to make really good food out of food. Not that, you know, burgers and Impossible and all, none of that, mm-hmm. you know, none of that fake meat, you know, uh, all those, um, this plant-based stuff that they have today, Frankenfood. It's uh, <laughs> turning like, like jackfruit, you know, wow. jackfruit into curry chicken. I've made that. You know, I mean, you can do that all under $20. So if you um, condition the mind, that, you know, and they have, there's a lot of uh, good chefs um, on Instagram that that show you that. On a mm. plant-based lifestyle, you can feed your family under $20, you know, and here's all the ingredients you need. So it's about investing in different cookbooks, you know, tuning into other people who already master this, yeah. So that you can learn how to feed your family um, within your budget. You know, of course, WIC, they control that. Like, that's why WIC wasn't, you know, it's not very helpful. But when you get the supplemental food stamps, yeah, that food assistance, you choose where you go with that. You know, right. so you, you you could go to Whole Foods and the Wegmans and all of those places that have sort of healthier options, even the farmer's market. Even these different mm-hmm. um, arts, you can take that there, you know. So it's about what a person is used, where they're used to going. Yeah. So yeah. They, they recondition that. You know, I had someone, some, same thing. They said, oh, I can't afford that. But you're getting the supplemental food assistance. You can. It's yeah. about reconditioning your mind to get something different. But people are scared, again, to come out of that comfort zone. So it's, again, getting out of that box that you've been conditioned to stay in and climbing out and doing something different for not just for you but for your children. Absolutely. Because, again, every time you feed them, are we leading them to disease? Are we leading them to high blood pressure in the future? And all of these things that we say we want better for them, but we're doing the same thing. We're living the same paradigm. Yes, I just I'm seeing so many friends because you know all all of us now who are going through the 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 stages of middle ages, those people who made those bad choices, they are seeing it manifest in their bodies. But it's like you say, it's a mindset. If you say to somebody, well, if you will just change this one thing, maybe if you just stop drinking alcohol so much, that's affecting your liver. And yeah. that comes with, well, why did they want the alcohol? Why did they want the cigarettes? Right. 
No one wakes up and says, how am I going to kill myself today? Nobody wakes up and says that. But yet, this is what we're doing every day. Yeah. But the deeper, um, the deeper root of that is holding on to what they did not let go. One of the things that I have, because I have two websites. I have my spiritual metaphysical website, and I have my main website where you can schedule your iridology consultation, your herbal packages. And so one of the quotes on my Be the Water website, because that's what we're promoting, Be Water, is um, uh, your life, is, when, when you leave here, your life is, it, 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 what really matters is how well you love, how well you live, and how um, easy, what how well you let go of things that did not serve you. So every time a person has, uh, like, a past experience, because it, 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 past experience, it doesn't exist anymore. But that's something way, I mean, to really understand on a whole nother level. That takes a whole nother show. But it doesn't, it happens. So now to go into moving forward, they, you're not able to because you're reliving that same experience over and over. It's like it's still happening. It's yeah. still alive. So even though it happened 10 years ago, it, it's like it happened yesterday because you, we, you did not do the necessary release to let it go. But how? People say, well, how? Right? It's, it's the first thought because you need to command that to release that. Once you put it out there, the right people will show up in your orbit to help you to do that. Yeah, and I can. I, I mean, I could tell so many times. Uh, all of the teachers that I have literally appeared when I called out for them. Yeah, yeah. So when you call out for help, you said I had a client. Uh, I, I, I'll never forget this. She was in such distress that she said, "I need help." Oh my goodness! I, I don't. Calling out for help. We take a quick break. I got a technical difficulty. We'll be right back. Let me see.
Okay, yes, we just had to make a quick adjustment. So if you are listening online, uh, just had to make a quick adjustment here, and we're back. All righty. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I had to change devices. My computer froze. <laughs> like, oh, no. Okay, so now here we are. Can you hear me okay? Yes, yes. I forgot where we were. I would have, um, I think it ended. Oh, no. <laughs> Yes, it's ended. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. All right. Yes, maybe that's, yeah. Uh, well, let me, uh, oh, let me see, because uh, we still have our, we still have our, our studio uh, listeners for the, oh, and we have a caller on the line. <laughs> well, let me, uh, well, let me, uh, let me bring them on. Can you hear? Area code seven seven three nine seven seven. Yes, I can hear. Okay. Good morning. Good morning. This is Lois here in Chicago, Illinois, and uh, enjoying the show. We're talking about so many different subjects, but anyway, I was thinking along the line of the high blood pressure, and I'm really, really enjoying this this show today. But the high blood pressure and uh, um. And Vieta, she's not in today, or she's not coming in, into the station at all today? You know, she is on her way to Cuba. So she was at the airport during the time of the show. So, yes, she wasn't going to be able to oh. physically be with us. She's actually on the, on the plane right now. Her last text was she was, their plane, her flight was about to leave. Enjoying her life. Oh, wonderful. Hey, Listen. I remember the high blood pressure. I, I was, I shouldn't say it, but I was given high blood pressure Oh, around 1997, the doctor said, oh, your blood pressure is high and you need to start taking this medicine. And I said, really? And so I went to the CVS pharmacy on 87th and Stony. At that time, they were giving uh, free uh, blood, uh, well, high blood pressure testing. And my blood pressure was fine. And then when I noticed all of my friends and, and, and relatives and Church members, everybody's taking something, diabetes medicine or high blood pressure medicine. And to this day, uh, they think that I'm taking the high blood pressure medicine. I'm never taking it in life. So I don't know. I, I, the solution, I heard the solution um, from our guest. And what's the guest's name again, please? Yes, Dr. Shakira Moore. So, so let me ask you this, uh, Lois. Let me ask you, um, how often do you get out and take a walk uh, in, in the in the in the sunshine? How often do you get out and take a walk? Uh, you know, around how? Well, I don't. I don't really take a walk. I have a, a leg problem, and really in Chicago, it's not good. You know, running around trying to lose weight out here. But I, I don't trust it anyway. So. You know, if I walk anything, it's in my house from upstairs down the stairs to the basement, to church and back, and to the store and back, and you know that's about it. I don't hang out in the street. But the blood pressure, the blood pressure. I do know that when I'm upset or something bothering me, and like our guest said, talking about and thinking about the past. And 10 years, 30 years, 40 years, it's pitiful. And thank you so much for this show today. But, no, I don't have high blood pressure. But if the doctors say so, the records, you know, this is a money-making thing that they're doing with us. 
we all have some type of problem or what have you, but everybody is on some type of medication, some type of drug, and they're making money off of us, and then they're uh, giving us, putting us on dialysis after these high blood pressure pills and everything else tears up our kidneys and our livers and our heart and everything else. So the breathing and, you know, this show is really a blessing from God. So thanks so much. I'm not going to take up too much time. We can start longer than I ever before. So thank you so much. God bless you all. And this is Lois in Chicago. Well, thank you so much, Lois in Chicago. We, we appreciate you. Uh, hold just one second. I If you can say that again, uh, spell that again. Wow, that's powerful. 
Wow. Okay, so you have a few, you, you like creamy foods, that's the lack of nurturing that you didn't get. Ooh. You like salty and crunchy foods, that's, uh, that's the anger that you're holding on to. And then all of that anger, you know, there's a part, a part of the iris, maybe next show I'll show you, I'll show you, see the eye in the back. I'll show you um, how I can see in the iris if a person can potentially have a stroke. Wow. So, uh, there's, you know, all of that is seen well before a person has a stroke. I can see that so that they can avoid it. Again, you were put here not to suffer, not to go through chronic disease, not to be on medication, not to be going through all of these different things. That's what the iris, that's what iridology is for. So tap right. into your blueprint. Iridology, uh, I do. My, I have consultations available on my site to have your iridology done. And that website, again, holistichubpalace.com. But again, you are the creator within. 